just gonna I'm just gonna let just it just get it rolling. Just get it rolling, you know? Yeah, get, get the ball started. rolling. I better get my topics up. Yeah, the three, three topics that I won't be able to remember. Um, Farah, hello. Hi. How are you going? Going fabulous. Welcome to Chunks. <laughs> thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. It's I been in me. a long time making. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We've been like, yeah, let's do a podcast. For Since literally the first day The met. bane of our existence. Yeah. You know? uh, just meant to trudge my way here. Yep, I know. Yeah. You've done it the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> pestering, pestering, pestering. Yeah. A few fresh airs. I didn't. I didn't even. Yeah. Didn't respond to you. It aired me. Um. Didn't tell me more dates. Just he. He didn't want me to be here. Everybody. No. We love Farah. <laughs> um. I guess. Where are you from? Where do, Where do I? Where do I know you from? Know you from Lulu. Yes. Yeah. Bit of context. Uh. We love that. We do love that. Um. Where am I from? Yeah. D- tell us a bit about yourself. Tell. Okay. Sure. My name is Farah. I am a twenty-one as of this year. Um, I am Indonesian Chinese, but grew up in Melbourne. Um, yeah, no, Jaden from Lulu. Yes, and the rest is history. The rest is history. Uh, that felt like a main episode, so let's just steer clear. <laughs> too formal? Too yeah, structured. too formal. Can we Not just... the Go on. So, yeah, I was born in... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, go on then. Um, Lead the convo. How's your day been? <laughs> okay. Jeez. How's your day been? It's been good. It's been um, good. Yep. This morning... I went for a run. Yes. Oh, I, I love that. You've yeah. been back on your running grind, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've been trying. Yeah. Because I um, had the NADOC run. Yes. And then yes, I yes, realised yes. 5K is not too bad. And then so I wanted to get a bit more into it because I feel like for running, I'm either like absolutely in it or I don't run for like months on end. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't nice. run. Yeah, but you, at least you lift, you do strength training. Okay, yep, okay. Fitness is up. Thank Well-being you is great. Thank yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then I also had cat sitting duties. That oh, week. cute. Yeah. Um, good, good, good. But temporary lost the cat, everybody. Um, that was not part of the assignment. <laughs> not part of the assignment. Um, we'll be checking back in after this little podcast moment. Oh, okay. Jeez, we'll need a we'll need an update what? then. Yeah, I will. I'll update you. Oh golly gosh. Um, it'll be fine. Cats know they were back home. Yes, cats are very smart creatures. Yeah, very smart. Very intelligent. Um, and I guess what have we got to look forward to? Because you know, got you on the podcast. You've got yeah. some exciting things coming up. I do. I'm going on exchange to Korea. Oh my Woo! god! You're such a career. <laughs> <laughs> we totally didn't just stop recording. No, yet. it's supernatural. Absolutely went in the flow of the conversation. No, um, I don't know why Garage Band does that. It's literally the most triggering thing. Like sometimes <laughs> I have actually important guests, unlike yeah. you, Farah, <laughs> that are on the podcast. <laughs> Destroy me. <laughs> Um, and then it just stops recording. But anyway, you're a career boo. Um, <laughs> Don't love the conditions <laughs> Well, when you picture Farah, you know, she's just greasy. She's <laughs> Everybody, don't trust no. this man. No slander, no slander. No slander. I know, I know. Foul and rude. Are you excited? So excited. A bit nervous. Mm, can imagine. Um... Yeah, things haven't gone as smoothly as I anticipated leading up to it. Really? Because yeah. you because you took a three week break from work and I just <laughs> okay, like, abs- more like two weeks say- because I'm still working. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, literally two weeks. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say three. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I haven't seen you in like false information. Okay, fair enough. No, fair enough. um, well, I haven't seen you because you're busy. True, I I am busy. I actually listened to a podcast and it said yeah. the people that proclaim that they're busy actually just don't know how to manage their time. So. I, I, 
felt a bit heartbroken. I'm, <laughs> you, I'm not gonna lie, bit, like it was a bit too direct. It, it was it, it was hit too, a little too close to it, home. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I was like, wow, this is this is me. Yeah. So now I'm gonna time manage like. Well, also it's tea. more like prioritizing, like yeah, where you invest true. your energy and time. Yeah, you're really good at that. Yeah, because I'm a bit selfish in terms of like where I spend my time and energy, because otherwise I would be very very drained. Yeah. And I cannot serve the people around me if I do that. Yeah. Remember when you didn't drive me back home? <laughs> <laughs> Triggering. <laughs> Triggering, yeah. No. Triggering and no, unintentional. You know, you know what? Like, have you always been like that? Like, you've... you've no, I had it. to figure my way to do that. Okay. Um, But I feel like I've always been kind of aware of, like, how I want to... Like, self-aware in terms of when I'm getting drained, like, how I behave in that way when that's, like, an era of mine. So, after first year, first year of uni, I was, like, out all the time and just never came home and just, like, was... Everywhere. Oh, so you had your Jaffa year. I did. I had I had the typical Jaffa yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then lockdown happened. And then I realized, mm, no, that's not the life of me. <laughs> that is not my life. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Well, I guess, tell us, like, wh- what sets you apart, you know? Like, what did you, what did you, what did you realize uh, during, during lockdown? lockdown? Yeah. During lockdown, um, mostly what my priorities and values were. Um, and then... I, because I had so much time just by myself thinking. Mm. I was thinking about like the relationships that I want to invest in, the people that like, because I feel like it sounds super jarring if you say it, but it's like all relationships that you have should serve you and it should be a mutual thing. Like if I don't feel like it benefits either of us, then I don't think that there's that much point in being in it. So whether that's companionship, whether that's allowing you to grow and develop as people, whether that's support or care, like those are things that are so important to relationships. And also like values aligning is super, super important. Is this getting too serious? No, no. No, No, I love it. I love it. No, you know what? We're still like feeling out what Chunks is going to be like. So like, so would you say you believe in the concept of, transactional relationships or transactional feels too business-like but more like if i think like serving is jarring if you don't if you perceive it in like one certain way but like i think serving has those connotations where yeah it's it's a bit negative it's like as if i expect something from you yeah it also but like the thing is with every single relationship nobody owes anyone anything 100 percent. yeah so more like if you invest into a relationship whether that's friends or whether that's family or whether that's like romantic relationships, I feel like um, you mm, to honor the relationship. I feel like it should benefit both parties. Yeah, I think I think so too. And and yeah, like, like it you doesn't said have it to be ju- like I give you this, yeah, yeah and yeah. you give me that, and I owe you. Th- it's like not like that. It's more like do we align in terms of expectations for that friendship um in terms of like how we see like companionship to be like what the dynamics are um yeah it's more like subtle things i think in Mm. terms of how it serves you yeah yeah, like all my friends i'm like okay something that i gain from them is like their love or something that i love is like companionship Mm -hmm. or like activities or like their support and then that's something i can provide as well yeah i'm the type of person who's like if I don't grow or I don't see yeah. any like potential growth. Yeah. Like that I'm sort of just like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. And it's like also recognizing that sometimes even if you've been in like a certain type of like friendship or whatever it is for a long time, you're going to like not align all your life and it's fine to like let those go. Mm. If it doesn't serve you anymore, it's all right. Like, Did you go through like, a process of 
like letting go, like like yeah. a deep cleanse. Because I, I know I've been through one and like, yeah. my God, that is... It's, it's post so, high school. It's always post it's high school. It's so refreshing. It is so refreshing because then you feel so much more fulfilled in your relationships around mm, you. No yeah. judgments. Like no judgments. The people you're associating with yeah. support you, you support them. Yeah, yep. exactly. We love it. It's the best. It's love big, friends. Big circle. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Korea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go, <laughs> Just, going back there. Uh, yep, exactly. Korea. Um, so that is literally happening in two weeks. I That's just, wild. Like, How yeah. long is the flight? Like 21 hours. Oh, my gosh. With layover? But, yeah, I'm going to... I don't know if the 21 hours is including the layover time, mm. but I know I'm on a plane for like 21 hours, I think, um, including the other one. I don't know. But I'll be in Vietnam for like seven hours. Super random. Vietnam mm. Airlines never taken it. But I was like, it's a cheaper flight, so let's go. You know what? Fair enough. Yeah. Um, what are you most excited for? Most excited for? Um, I think I've been anticipating going on exchange for a really long time. Mm. Like I was supposed to go in my second year. That didn't happen. And then I got confirmed for third year for uni but then lockdown so then i couldn't yeah Jeez, so many cock blocks yeah i was supposed to go last year and then obviously that didn't happen so it's been quite a few years in the making thus not a very smooth like journey to get to where i am so it's gonna be super exciting actually being there and experiencing like all the things that I've been waiting for. Mm, I guess. It's yeah. come so quick as well. I remember us chatting yeah, about it at the start of the year. Yeah. You're like, yeah, by the way, I'm going on exchange. I was like, oh my God, that's yeah, so exciting. Yeah. August. August is here. And then August is here. Yeah, August is arriving. Which is wild. Like we're... Speeding through the year. <laughs> we're literally Spe- speeding through shocking. the year. We've got four more months left. Like, oh, that... Wait, is that no. Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm bad with, I'm, ma- I'm I'm bad with days and, and months. Oh, same. Counting them? Same. No. It's fine. I can't do. You and I, just the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're leaving Lulu behind. That's so I sad. am. Temporarily, Temporarily, I think, yeah. I do want to come back. Yes. Um, because you have a very important role. Yeah. At I'm the Lulu Don Squad. The D- Lulu Don Squad. <laughs> idea. Yes. And what does idea stand for? Idea is inclusion, diversity, equity, and action. Mm. Um, do you want to dive into, um, because you are Muslim. For the yeah. for the listeners there, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. obviously we can't see Farah. You'll see yeah. um, Farah like in the little post that I'll make. <laughs> a but little picture of myself. Little picture of Faz. <laughs> um, we call you Faz as well. Yeah. Um, you are Muslim. Do you want to dive into yeah. that first, or would you like to dive into idea first? Um, let's talk about idea first, just because we just initially talked about that. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, I think it. The reason why it's important to me is probably because of my experiences as a Muslim. Mm. So I feel like they yep. go hand in hand. Um, but basically, idea um, is like increasing the in- <laughs> inclusion and diversity and equity within the company through tangible actions and through changing culture and education and policies and stuff like that. And um, I think it makes like work far more fulfilling because I get to talk about things that I am so passionate about learning about, like other people's cultures, other people's like perspectives and experiences, Mm. Um, especially coming as a minority. Like I'm a female, I'm a Muslim, I'm also like Asian in a Australian culture, which is Mm. not like the majority. Yeah. How would you say like, like what motivates you doing any sort of work? You know, like, Mm. are you the type of learner that's like, if I'm interested, like, I'm full full in, or are you... Yeah, like, if it interests me. So this is where, like, I know I couldn't be, like, a workaholic unless I really liked something mm. because 
Honestly, I don't love working just as a general basis. Like, I mean, who, do- who does? I, oh. Some people really love work. Some people work. actually love work, yeah. Like, that's cr- it's crazy to me. But, mm. like, um, but if I really, really like something or I'm like, I find it super fulfilling, then, like, I will grind because yeah. it doesn't feel like work. As long as it doesn't feel like a task that needs to be done, then I'm like, let's go. Then would money play into that? Like, are you... Because I'm, I'm thinking, like, Maslow's, mm. like, you have your physiological needs, yeah. like, money, safety, food, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes all the way up to, like, self-actualization. Yeah. Like, are you... Where would you sit in that sort of period? It oh, pyramid. definitely... <laughs> pyramid. Period. Um, it definitely depends on my financial circumstances because, obviously, I do kind of need money and I do value my time, so mm. money is, like... It is the foundation of the thing, so you need yeah. to be satisfying that before you go to the Exactly, next. but I'm also in a, like, place of privilege where um, I don't have to pay, like, bills or like mm. mortgage and i'm like i know not how good debt. is it living at home living at home thank you mom thank you dad i love know we, so love, we love we love mom and, and dad and grandma grandpa yeah. If, yeah. yes love well in my in my circumstance yeah. anyway um, um yeah. so if i'm like in a comfortable place financially then definitely what comes into play is like how fulfilling the job is mm. um and like having the privilege to be able to choose that to be my motivator i acknowledge it and appreciate it um, so grateful but yeah if my work's fulfilling like if I find purpose in it if it's purposeful and aligns with me then that's yeah that's amazing what I, love. I mean yeah. it's amazing that like you're showing gratitude towards like work as well because some people are like oh my god like yeah. my wage is so shit like yeah oh, blah, blah. it's like at least you, you're I mean talking money. smack is like a natural thing that comes with work but then mm. it's like knowing that uh, I, yeah, there's a boundary, like, right? Do you yeah. think there's that boundary of like just like bantering, like oh yeah, you know, like, like oh god, this is like such a shit job, yeah. you know? Like God, I hate serving people. Yeah. You know, oh but. my god, like these people, blah blah blah. Yeah, but it's like you're like at the end of the day, that should just be banter. Like yes. it shouldn't. If you actually detest your job, you should pro- probably, you probably shouldn't should be, be there. there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like maybe do some self reflection and love a bit of self reflection. Mm. Be like, why? I feel and like I you're very this. worldly in that sense. Like you, you own the gratitude space. You own like self reflection. Like you're a very deep thinker. Thank you. Um, has that always been like a natural thing to you, or have you sort mm. of practiced it throughout the years? I think it comes with practicing, but I feel like I've also been naturally more of a sensitive person. So, like, self-awareness and, like, empathy and all that kind of stuff comes with that because I feel things so deeply. Um, I've had to, like, learn how to manage that and, like, be more aware and, yeah. Mm, I think I'm, like, the flip side. I I can see it in other people. Yeah. Like, do you remember when you were, like, super upset at work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jaden. Shout out to Jaden. Love him. Um, (laughs) I sometimes have off days and he's, like, the one that picks up on it at work all the time. Super appreciated. Mm, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Much love towards you as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's always come naturally to me yeah. in a way, it's which is empath. like kind of, <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate that. No, the you connotations. Like are, no, 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 no. I, I do. I do. But there was the meme that was going around. It's like me, me and Empath, empath. Okay, knowing that. <laughs> that shit I is found so that funny. meme yeah. so no, funny. I, I, so I was like, I you know what? I literally Absolutely so true. It was like, oh, when my sister gets punched and me as an empath realise <laughs> yes, that she's getting hurt. She's, she's <laughs> so funny. She's in physical pain. She's in physical pain. Oh, she's me suffering. as an empath. <laughs> me as an empath. Yeah. The funniest part to me was the fact that it was in brackets. <laughs> yeah. Like, like me, an empath. Yeah. Like, it's so funny to me. Something about that. Love yeah, it. Yeah, we love empaths. Um, yeah. And how is that, I guess, yeah, all that worldly, like, thinking mm-hmm. and, and self-reflection. Yeah. Um, yeah, how's that played a role in 
how you act today. How I act today? Yeah. Um, I think it has helped me be more, like, have more peace. Mm. Um, and so, like, it's ways that I protect my peace in terms of if there's conflict in my life or, like, if there's hardship or battles or, like, whatever it is. Like, obviously, everyone goes through that. But then... I have like gotten into the practice of being able to reflect on what specifically is affecting me or like, um, yeah, like anything at hand that I like am faced with in terms of like relationships and stuff like that. I think self-reflection has helped me be able to navigate feelings and emotions, processing it, and then like what I can do. Obviously not everything's in my control and I can only control like my own actions and like how I react to things and process things. But that in of itself has helped me grow so much in terms of like a person and also helped my relationships around me develop so much more and like yeah it's just really benefited mm. me are you a, are you a journaler or are you a um love journal yeah you're 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 a big journaler yeah yeah big journaler mm. how would you structure it because that's what i always yeah. with. like because i feel like people put too much pressure on like yeah me too um because i started i started journaling oh, did you? Um, like, no, like way back way okay back. yeah I haven't done as much because I feel like the podcast is enough for me to vent yeah. on on there and I can yeah. express how I feel. Fair. So, and I'm very much like a talker. I'll talk yes. my feelings out instead. Yes, I do that too, actually. Mm. Uh, Loki have like hot girl photo booth diaries. Like <laughs> sometimes, so on photo booth, usually it's actually, um, if I am sending something, it's actually to Lou usually because mm. I don't shout see out her. Lou. Shout out Lou. Um, I don't see her that much, like that often. So sometimes if something like happens in my life, I'll like sit down and like talk on photo booth and send it to her. Oh, and, like, we do like, like to that. Oh yeah, because you can record a video. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, You're not like a FaceTime, FaceTime girly. Is it because she's normally busy? Busy, but yeah. also like then it allows... Um, whoever's receiving like the thing to watch it in their own space reply it in their own time mm. like respecting boundaries exactly and yeah. not putting that emotional baggage on yeah, on yeah. So always like one thing so important is like um always checking in and saying is it okay to like a hundred percent yeah, yeah um, to have the mental space and emotional space for that. yes yeah a clearing a clearing yeah but also like just knowing that other people have boundaries and that's all right. Like exactly. Um, healthy relationships. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, yeah, it's always nice to ask for permission first, yes. even though you might not think that that's a big deal. It's yeah. like some people can be quite overwhelmed. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Also, it's just like to respect their, their time state and, and state. Time, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also back to the journaling question. Yes. Um, no, no structure. I kind of just go, I just write whatever like my thoughts are. Mm, because in in that in sense of like mm. organizing uni notes and, oh, and yeah. all those sorts of things, I can I can hundred percent vouch for like perfectionism. Yes. I think I'm always like, okay, I gotta then like write a heading and, and then there's so pressure. much pressure and then I just don't want to write at the end yeah. of it. Yeah. I think like journaling is more like a space to dump your thoughts. Like mm. pen to paper, whatever's in your head, let it go out. Cause like I use it as a medium for me to better understand myself or like better process what the hell's happening in my head, right? Mm. And so just like writing out, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's just like me going, whatever, (laughs) um, then at least like I can, it's more tangible. Then I can read it and like, it's not categorized, but then after like seeing it put on paper, it's less messy up in my head. Mm. So like- Do you look back on it? Um, okay. I did make it like a pact with myself to not only journal when things are rough Mm. because then it- 
in reflection, like in retrospect, when you look back on it, you're like, oh, you're really my living the life <laughs> is so sad. But it's like, I live such a great life. Um, so look, I do look back on it sometimes just to look at my eras. I'm like, oh, like what was I going through in this time? But I don't really read through them that much. It's just kind of there for that moment in time. Yeah, I think that's a really strong point as well. It, you should be journaling if you do journal yeah. or if you do discuss things. Yeah. Make sure that it's tangible in both positive moments yeah. and negative moments. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, I guess when you journal in a rough space and it's tangible and you can see it there, yeah. you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, what have I accomplished? Like, it's, exactly. it's not healthy at all. It's not, it's not like a good reflection of your life. No, not at yeah. all. Um, You should be... Yeah. Celebrating your highs and your lows. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. And how is that correlated to your idea space? Because I feel like oh, yeah. even though you even though you are adamant that you're not fit for the role, you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> I th- think you're like the perfect fit for it. Thank you so much. Yes. It's an honour. <laughs> um, how does that reflect in my idea role? Mm. What do you mean? I guess like how have you... Have you taken any skills and transferred it over to your idea role, do you think? Oh, okay. In terms of just, like, reflection? Yeah, reflection, being more empathetic, mm. um, being more sure of yourself yeah. and setting boundaries as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think idea has um, allowed me to appreciate the fact that I can listen to other people's perspectives and, like, learn more about these things and, like, I think it was also, it showed me that there is so much to learn. Like, <laughs> so much to learn in terms of just everything, actually. Because, um, like, even um, the most recent meeting that we had was talking about body inclusivity and, mm. like... Very, very huge issue yeah, going on at the moment. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like, how do you even navigate that space? Um, and it was it's it was nice being in that conversation because I feel like every time I'm in these discussions, I get equipped with a little bit more knowledge or a little bit more insight into okay if that was to happen or like if a situation were to come up, like what is the appropriate thing to do or like what do other people appreciate doing? Um, I think yeah, being an idea. I don't know if I'm answering your question properly, but that's um, okay. It's chunks. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a podcast. A, it's a podcast. We love tangents. Um, yeah, I can't really remember what the question was. It was like what, the reflection, yeah. empathy. Well, I guess like being an idea, um, I had to be somewhat empathetic or compassionate mm. from the start to be interested in that yes. role, right? How important do you think it is? So important. Yeah. I think people are the foundation of every business, like company, like any sort of community. People are the core of that, mm. right? Whether it is financially driven or not, like people are the most valuable asset to any sort of, like, thing. Mm. And so being able to accommodate and to acknowledge and see and recognise all the differences, all the different type of people and experiences and histories and challenges, that makes the whatever it is, project, business, company, whatever it is, um, so much more valuable. Mm. Would you say as a um, as a Muslim as mm. well... Mm. Um, that idea has been something that you're very appreciative of? Or would you mm. say not... Not specifically, not, I not, think doesn't so. really correlate. Yeah, it doesn't really enough. correlate. I think the fact that there is some sort of idea culture in Lulu has made me feel more comfortable in the company as mm. a Muslim, um, knowing that, like, my values are respected and, yeah. like, things that I need are um, seen and also, like, uh, 
accommodated for, like my prayer times. So appreciative yes, that yes. I can pray during work when I need to. So appreciative that I can take time off for Eid when I need to. Like those things definitely have been so valuable to me um, working in the company because mm. of idea, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess run us through a day of being a Muslim because yeah. I, for one, am not. Yeah. I uh, don't know if that was... A uh, bit obvious, <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess I, I've the always day. been curious with the, mm, um, the culture prayers. there, and um, Issachar is Muslim yes. as well. Well, not as devout as you, I will, yes. I will say. And I was actually um, doing Ramadan yeah. earlier in the year. Jaina was fasting. I was fasting. I mean, the listeners would probably know, right? Uh, I don't even know, actually. Okay. So yeah, maybe it's on it. air. Um, yeah, I, I fasted for the yeah. full 30 days. I mean, I was yeah. sick for three like the first three days, yeah, but still so like fine. 27 days. That's so solid. Of just waking up at 4 a.m. Yeah. to eat yeah. and then just grinding out the rest of yeah. the day. I respect it, especially because honestly, there was really nothing in it for you. No. Right? Because like for us as Muslims, like it's something that we have to do. Mm. And then we gain so much from it because that month is like a month of like devotion and like peak faith. Yeah. What is practice. Ramadan for people who don't necessarily for people understand who don't everything necessarily about it? No. Okay. Disclaimer. I am speaking from place of I and like... Yes, um, okay, yeah. amazing. Yes, also, I'm, clear, not, I'm not... Me too, me too, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like a scholar or anything like that. So um, wouldn't take my word for gospel is all I'm going to say. Okay. But from my understanding and how I practice it and perceive it... We love it. your language <laughs> use, Farah. It's you. awesome. I heard in your um, other chunks episode, not to diverge quickly, but yeah. you're trying your best so, not to say guys. I was trying so hard not to say like, guys. I was slipping up so much. I think because you put so much pressure on yourself yeah, and, and you I kept, kept saying No, it. you know what I'm putting pressure on is mm. me saying like. Because, really? Oh, I'm so terrible. It's okay. It's a filler it. word. It's it a is, filler it's word. It's a filler word, but I'm so... Like, when I'm listening back to the recording, I'm just... Oh, does I'm, it, like, I'm, Irk you a bit? Yeah, it gives me the biggest irk. And okay. please don't listen to me saying like, <laughs> because I'm trying my absolute hardest to stop saying. He's trying his everybody. Please. Um, okay, but Ramadan. Yes, in terms of Ramadan, um, what is that month? That month um, is, first of all, just a month in the Islamic calendar. The Islamic calendar goes by the um, lunar calendar, not the Gregorian calendar. So it shifts with every year. Hmm. It happens once a year. Um, in the Islamic calendar, and Ramadan is literally the name of it, because that's like the Arabic name for it. Okay, um, yep. That's why we call it that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in that month, as a general basis for Muslims, it is a requirement to fast that 30 days. Um, fasting goes from before sunrise, so before dawn, till after sunset. Um, and it is like indicated by the first and fourth prayer time in the day that might be a bit confusing i will explain prayer times in a second <laughs> um and um in that month the um, muslims generally try to um increase their um acts of worship because it is also one of the most blessed months if not the most blessed month um so everything that you do is like tenfold so in terms of like I good deeds this, yes. and sins so if you're thinking about in a game context it's like if you get bonus points obviously everyone's bonus points and so that's why um everyone increases prayers beyond compulsory prayer well not everyone's so sorry mm. oh again we like to try to um increase our like prayers um like donations and charity um and like also it's like a, a a month where we um try our best to 
refrain from sin. Um, is it is it a big appreciation month it is. as well? Yeah. I, I think naturally it would come with that. With uh, not drinking water, not yeah. eating food, and not having, I guess, sex and yeah. and doing all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, you because the I think I, I talked to mm. Derek about this. Um, well, at the time of recording, yeah, yesterday. Oh, yesterday, but, but two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and he was saying how he was sick and he just didn't yeah. feel um very like he he started taking basic acts yeah for granted yes. w- when he wasn't sick yes so, but um in Ramadan because you don't have food and everything yeah. you start to it definitely be grateful for yeah. the food that you have in the, yes, the shelter absolutely. and everything absolutely and it's like because you're so mindful during that month um it's like it increases your i would say your empathy and compassion mm, but also yep. just like your awareness of the things that you do have right so like as in being um like financially secure when i break my fast i have dates i have food i have water but some people don't actually have that um and so i think that comes naturally when you're when you don't have something um and you have to refrain from having that thing you're more aware of how much that plays a role in your day-to-day life Mm. like in terms of like food when everyone goes and has like breakfast and then lunch and then dinner it's like oh well i'm not eating that right now yeah and i think it's amazing like the the oh i said said (laughs) (laughs) i think it's amazing the concept because um so many people will leave so much on the plate yeah after dinner or after lunch there's actually a concept in um islam it's mm. called mubazir Mm. so not to waste like don't don't be wasteful so if you do leave food and stuff like that that's called mubazir so you try not to do mubazir um which is like just don't waste food so only take what is within your means of being able to eat um yeah time after time i see so many people leaving for like yeah four plates on the on the yeah. table just it's so empty or, or at least just like taken out of i went to mm. yoi which is the Indi- indonesian yeah. restaurant very good. Shout out, Yo. Um, Shout out, Yoi. Love and it. And t- these two people ordered, mm. like, I ordered, I think, five or six yeah. plates between the two of yeah. them and just... Pe- at like, least take it home. Like, yeah. take it home. Um, and it's also just, like, a bit different, but food waste is one of the biggest contributors to climate change. Mm. Food waste, um, like, people are like, oh, like, we don't have enough food to go around the world. No, we, like, have so much food, but it's just concentrated in the countries of, like... Um, developed countries and so like the food system in of itself and like the consumer practices for it so wasteful Mm. and it like deprives other people that are in need of like just the most basics of subsistence they can't have it Mm. we are so privileged to be able to have like such easy access to clean water clean water like a supermarket probably 10-15 minutes around your like an ugly apple is still edible yes but they're not but they're not eaten Even. because, or yeah. they're thrown out because or they're, thrown they're out. Yeah. Know, not not up to standard. Yeah, and it's just like it, it's ridiculous. It is very ridiculous. Yeah. I think I, I saw a documentary of mm. like, of bananas. Yeah, and how they had to be a specific length and <gasps> no, shape. No, because some grow really w- weird. I was saying, quote, I'll yeah. I'll still Make eat banana it, bread. You know? yeah, yeah, e- like, exactly. There are so many versatile uses for mm-hmm. bananas, and that's just one example. Yeah. I'm sure there's like so many yeah. different examples in terms of other fruits yeah. and and fresh produce yeah. as well. I mean, I went to Shanghai um, for a uni unit. This is kind of going off on a little tangent, <laughs> but um, 
we studied food waste in Shanghai and like things that local places are doing um, to decrease like waste. Um, and that's where like local produce comes into play. Like it's so, so important to buy local because exporting and importing food, so much food and produce is wasted. Like it, it get battered a bit mm. and then it'll be thrown away. And yeah. it's just like all of that. First of all, that's like labor from like the farms and stuff like that. That's just like thrown away and they don't get any profit from that. And then it's like, it's just yeah. a waste. It's just a waste. Okay, it's generally just a waste. Yeah. And it's bad for climate and the environment yes. and people as well. Um, yeah. Moving past Ramadan, I guess we, we understand the concept of yeah. being appreciative. Yeah. Not, not that that's the whole consensus of it. Yes. But there are many factors. It's just fasting. Um, look into it. Yes. Self-educate. Yes, self-educate. We have access to Google. We do have Uh, access to Google. Another amazing resource. Um, Shout out Google. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Google. We love Google. (laughs) Uh, Google, please sponsor. (laughs) Google, please sponsor the fun. No. Um, I mean, yeah, but... Yeah. I mean, if you get sponsorships, get it coming. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, What was it like growing up as a Muslim, I guess? Uh, In Australia. In Australia, because, Mm. um, you know, we're still evolving. I say we're as Mm. if I'm like... You know, full, <laughs> full Aussie, mate. But I think as a as a country, uh. they are. We are, okay. Yeah. I don't know. We, you, okay. you, get, you get the point. As Australians, Australian, as Australians, we are still trying I mean, to we're evolve. Australian and, citizens. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and be inclusive and be multicultural. But yes. what was it like growing up? Is what growing I want to finish up? on. Yeah, finishing on. Okay, sure. Um, so I think the biggest thing is that, especially when I was younger, um, conflict in identity. Especially because I went to a white primary school. Mm. Um, it meant that, like, a lot of the practices um, that and values that were, like, upheld in my, um, like, religious communities and just, like, family and, like, friends and stuff like that, the people that I grew up with, very, very different. And so it took me a really, really long time to be able to figure out and, like, navigate relationships and, like, who I was as a person. like, And that's why I think I am so um, reflective and like try to be, try to know myself as much as I can because it has been such a battle for so long for mm. me. That's, I think that's always the case with yeah. minority too yeah, because absolutely. they become, they are accustomed to the hardships and understand yeah. all of that and can empathise mm. and which broadens their perspective if they don't and understand if they don't have a victim complex exactly because a lot oh, of resentment yes, yes. yeah a lot of resentment can come out of it yeah um but i think i mean rightly so yeah no absolutely yeah um but there's like healthier ways to deal with 100 percent. yeah challenges and hardships yes yeah yes, um yes. <clears throat> so i think like the biggest challenge for me growing up was figuring out what i actually like believed in or like what i actually valued or mm. like um yeah, because I feel like, especially in primary school, I think that was the hardest time for me because um, they were such different, like, identities that I had at, like, home and then that I had at primary school. So I'd, I wouldn't say I was a good person in primary school. So sorry to all the victims. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that um, made me... I think it propelled me to be more actually in tune with my faith because... The things that I had to do, like fasting or like praying and stuff like that, um, it was not the norm. And so it was even a challenge of me being like, okay, so then why am I doing this? Mm. And then I think that made me find more purpose in my faith and in my identity as a Muslim. But it definitely came with like 
a long journey mm. to get there. Would you say your faith came from more your family's uh, involvement in mm. your life, or mm. would you say you've found yourself in mm. your own journey? Yeah, and now you're accepting your faith. Yes, I think I was blessed to be raised as Muslim in a healthy household um, and have a healthy like Muslim community around me that like strengthened my faith. But I think everyone that, uh, well, at least like me that I've spoken to my friends about as well, um, those who are raised in a certain like faith, at some point you have to choose whether you actually believe in that faith or not, right? Especially if like, especially like if your parents are the ones that that were Muslim, for instance, in my case. Um, my parents were Muslim. My dad's parents were Muslim. My dad's family's Muslim. My mum's family not, but um, they obviously raise you with certain customs, certain values, certain practices. And then I think at some point you start questioning, oh, like, um, why am, why I, am doing I doing this, this yeah. right? And then that's where I came to a point because I went to religious school as well which I think helped me a lot because the more knowledge you have of something that you do, the more empowered you feel to choose or not choose it. Mm. And so the more that I learned about my religion and the more that I realised it actually really aligns with me and my values and like the core of who I am. Um, and I found it's like my faith is so, gives me so much purpose and so much fulfilment in life and like directs me so much. Um, I chose to be Muslim. So it was not like I'm Muslim because my parents are Muslim. Mm. I'm Muslim because I chose to be Muslim. And I think that's so important yeah. as well. I think it, regardless of mm. even religion, like yeah. if you're playing a sport mm. just to, I guess, yeah. nullify it a little bit, yeah. um, you're playing a sport because your parents said you had to. Yeah. Where are you going to find your fulfillment exactly. from that? Exactly. You're not going to truly enjoy what yeah. you do if you're not the one. And you'd have resentment. Exactly, because exactly. Because it's forced upon you. Yeah. So that's why it's so grateful that I was raised in a really healthy environment. Obviously, I had challenges and battles, but like, I think that allowed me to navigate and really figure out who I was like with faith and like with that Islam. Um, and then so I was able to choose it. Yes, amazing. Yeah. Um, one final question. Go on. I'm an uneducated person but I feel like mm -hmm. I've learned a lot from both you and Issachar yes. and Omar in, in some sense yes. like you three have been really I guess like the key pillars in terms of yeah. like learning about Muslim culture I've yeah. still got like so much yeah. to learn about it Islam. and Islam yeah see I'm still <laughs> learning um and I guess mm -hmm. a majority of the po population might feel uncomfortable asking certain questions oh, and, yes. and offending you yes how do you feel about that and like navigating yeah navigating curiosity yes yeah I think because I've had so many times where I've asked a question and I've been like oh my god like is this the right yeah. step that I'm taking yes. am I saying the right things yes and yeah I guess I how do you navigate it anything that could be perceived as like a sensitive topic knowing that you've done some sort of like self-education on it because it's also something that I studied in uni um the double burden that minorities have in certain like communities is like having to educate but also go through the challenges they face as a minority and so it's actually not our responsibility to educate um so definitely knowing that like you've done what you can and now you're just coming from a place of curiosity I think if you go in conversation um like fully there to learn I think your intention comes through so and like if you get called out on something be fully like ready to cop that and be like okay like maybe that wasn't 
appropriate. And it's intention versus impact. Exactly. Amazing. Actually, it it is impact over intention intention. generally, but in conversations from curiosity, just like being there to listen, I think Mm. is the most important thing. And being receptive, I think. Yeah, being receptive. Yeah, I think like I've been super curious, but at the same time open to the fact that, yes, I might not be saying the right thing. Yeah. So 100% own it. Yeah. And also, I think, like, if you have some level of self-awareness, if you're asking a question, like, how that wor- that wording is, like, said, or, like, yeah, how it's worded, that already, like, comes across as whether you intended to be, like, spiteful or not. Um, so generally, be curious. Like, definitely be curious. Be willing to, like, ask and learn. Um, yeah. Yes. Ask me all the questions. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Farah. We love that. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. (laughs) Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Chunks and hopefully we'll see you soon. See ya. Bye.